0: Welcome back to HodgePodge. I'm Allison Clackwitz, your host. Today's guest is the Doctor of Soul, National Recording Artist Gregory. Join us as we talk about his newly released single, Friday. We chat about his extensive music roots and his career in the medical field. Gregory is helping to heal hearts and souls by way his smooth R&B Latin-influenced music. Gregory also talks about his life experience writing and producing and playing music, his radio and TV show medical jargon, as well as advice in navigating life during the COVID-19 pandemic listen to a sample of new sultry single friday here before we begin the show enjoy Welcome to HodgePodge, Gregory.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: I am so thrilled to have you on today to talk about your R&B single, Friday, which is just... I just loved this when um, when Tara McNeil reached out to me about your music and about this this single. I had the best time watching the the video, which is so clever and adorable.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank You're
0: you. welcome. And you and I were chatting just before. It's uh, Fridays are are so relatable. <laughs> To, yes. to most of us aren't they?
1: <laughs> yes they actually are. And I had actually had a great time uh, when I wrote and produced the song itself and uh, wow. uh, as I was writing it I, I knew that this would be a song that would cross over so many different uh, cultural barriers and, and countries and, and because people can really relate to working Monday through Friday waiting on the weekend to to get there and then the weekend's uh, upon us Friday, and it's time to let your hair down, have a good time, and treat yourself for all the work that you've been doing uh, for the entire week. So, I had a great time uh, uh, recording, writing, and recording that song.
0: Wow. So, what is the process that goes into, you know, personally, as a writer, um, you know, i I have a process, and i I know kind of how how I go about doing things, but what is it like to write music and then go on and produce music for for recording
1: i I think it's a at least for me uh i I have to be in the mood to to write and uh it's it's really just uh, sort of exhilarating because I'll sit down and think of something. I may be, uh, let's say, driving in a vehicle and I drive by something or someone or someones who may be doing something and it sort of sparks an idea. And, excuse me. And so uh, I will then pull out a pen or pencil, actually not pen and uh, paper and I'll start jotting down some things that will come to mind at that moment to create a baseline for a story which was pretty much what a song usually is. And I can actually write a song in, heck, an hour. Mm. It's interesting. Most people have to hire lots of people to do their writing. Right. And, and I don't have to do that. Uh, and so once I'm in the mood for writing, I can just put everything down on a piece of paper. And a lot of it's sort of in my head at the moment anyway, because I even come up with the melody of the song. When I think of a storyline for a story, and uh, I just find it exhilarating. I think it's, it's kind of a great thing. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. So are you, oh, right, <clears throat> thank you. So are you, when you're writing that and you described it as coming up with the melody, are you like jamming <clears throat> that in your, you know, are you singing that out loud or in your head or how, how do you do that? <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I, I do it that way, but it's sort of a process mm-hmm. because I think of the storyline first of uh, an example. Let's say there's a couple who might be walking hand in hand down the sidewalk. And then because most of what I write, I, I write a lot of love songs. Yes. Uh, yes, I have uptempled songs. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do. But uh, most of what I write are love songs. And so I seem to, what I do is make this romantic idea of what I'm looking at. And then I just kind of throw words at it. And uh, then I start to sort of give a little melody to it in terms of whether I want it to be up-tempoed or very, very slow or sort of medium paced. And since I I play a few instruments, I play the drums, I play the bass guitar, and I play the uh, keyboard, the piano. Wow, and so uh, I, you know, I took lessons as a kid on piano and lessons in college, and, and uh, so I, I do understand and enjoy the music part of things in terms of creating the the foundation. So back at, like, back in high school, I was a a lead singer and the keyboard player for a group that we had in my junior and senior year of high school, and, uh, and and I know I'm getting off the beaten path, with just no, a I
0: love it. I love it. Go ahead. <clears throat>
1: Excuse me, but uh, uh, we were really a talented group of of five. Uh, but unfortunately, when we would do these little shows, these gigs that we have like uh, at the civic centers and you know for the school stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'd have half the guys coming late or being irresponsible <laughs> in terms of mm-hmm. drinking or so, and uh, and so I decided well. You know this is probably not a great idea because they're not taking it seriously. And I know in college, and uh, I had the same scenario <laughs> occur where uh, where I was uh, with a, a band and I was the lead singer the keyboard player, and we had the same scenario. We'd have uh, shows to do these gigs, and again, guys would come late, irresponsible drinking. I said, Ah, this is kind of like not going to do well. So at that point, and I know I'm getting up deep in <laughs> that, I'll go back there in a second, but I then decided that uh, it was probably better for me to be a solo artist right so in 2005 i actually wrote the first song and released it and the album uh which uh you know i I was really excited about it was really really cool
0: yeah i can only imagine what it would be like to to record your first album and and to to be able to hear that that's got to be S- seriously, grat- gratifying.
1: It was. It was. It was pretty awesome. You know, the first album was titled uh, "Chapters for Love." Chapters and, for Love. The uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then several years, several years later, I, I came out with the second album. And that, that album was titled "Love's Triangle," oh. and and I really get some interesting questions <laughs> on the title of, of the album. When you know, when I came up with love's triangle and they they were thinking one thing I said no that actually wasn't it that's not the idea the idea is you know, I love you now I love you tomorrow and I love you forever oh so the, see I was love triangle is that <laughs>
0: I was thinking of a a love triangle of of some some drama yeah. going go on. <laughs>
1: yeah no and then people come up with those kind of questions when they think that and i said no that's not it is i love you today i learned tomorrow before so uh that was cool but i think you know, that's after that
0: good i think that's beautiful though the description of of how you saw it because i think yeah. that is yeah. who you are and how you say things. Mm-hmm. you are a poet and a romantic at heart. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's great. Go ahead, though. Sorry. Yeah,
1: so it was kind of cool. And then a few years after that, then I wrote the third album, uh, which is titled The Journey. Mm. And so that's, uh, you know, a lot of fun. And then we're working on this fourth album, uh, which is Life's Highway, The Journey of Life is the title of that one. So with the with song being of the title of the album. So... Uh, i just i just really enjoy just writing mostly love songs right but as i mentioned i, I do have upbeat songs on the albums right so i like those as well
0: because it's a mix of soul and r&b <clears throat> and there's even <throat> a latin sound in some of your music i believe it yeah was,
1: i actually there
0: was a single <throat> that i listened to cafe latte
1: <laughs> yes
0: and that's very <clears throat> latin inspired it really makes you want to get up and dance and samba around and
1: yeah 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 that song i wrote produced it and it is a an r&b latin song mm-hmm. all of the music is salsa so for the listeners right they have to really make sure they tighten up that salsa game <laughs> <laughs> and so and so during the song itself i sing in english And then I sing it in Spanish. Then I go back to English, and then I go back to Spanish. Nice. And so, uh, because I speak Spanish, I I actually speak a little bit of Middle Middle Eastern uh, language, uh, Arabic, and then I and I speak Spanish, not obviously English. So.
0: Wow. Do you have Arabic and Latin roots, or was Uh, Oh no, I do not.
1: Latin, yes, I do. Okay. Latin. My family, my family is actually mixed, so uh, we're white, uh, white, we're black, Hispanic, white. And so there are lots of, you know, the roots there. Right. Uh, so I have a good time speaking Spanish. I'm not as fluent as I would like to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so I have to kind of work on that just a little bit, but I've been out of the country quite a few times and I've been to, you know, in South American countries so I can navigate through, uh, uh, in terms of speaking the language. But like most languages, there are lots of different dialects. So when I'm in, let's say, Mexico or Puerto Rico or any of the other countries that may be Central or South America, because I've there's several, uh, you have to sort of, while navigating through when you're talking with people, I often will say to myself, well, why do they say that like that? And then I have to search for a different way of, of saying mm-hmm. it so that, that they'll understand exactly what what i'm meaning to say so it's interpreted uh, right. that way it's just interesting
0: sure and, yes. and interesting too that you would love language but also hmm. be in love with a universal language for all of us which is music right Music, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so let me let me uh take it back a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about your family's background in music. So I I know you took lessons and in uh, growing up and uh, played in bands and different things, but you had some Mm -hmm. serious music influence in your family.
1: Yes, actually I did. And uh, let me preface it by saying this. I actually, as a kid, I hated the piano. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh, I hated the piano. I must have been like eight years old. Yeah. And, and my mother forced me to play this <laughs> stupid piano. And, and so I can see, actually back then, relate to this. <laughs> see, see, back then, I always thought, and I saw it as, Piano was for girls, like right. flutes and things like that, and <laughs> violin. And, and it's like, as a guy, I wanted to do the guy stuff. So I wanted to play the drums. I wanted to play the bass guitar, play the saxophone. Give me the guy stuff. Right. And I'm taking piano lessons every Tuesday and Thursday. And my gosh, I hated to go because I didn't <laughs> like it. And uh, I, I can tell you that uh, my, with respect to what you're speaking of, with my family and music, uh, my my mother's side of the family, if you will, they're all extremely talented uh, vocalists and musicians. Like my mother's aunts, who were the Coming Sisters. it right. was the title. The Coming Sisters. They were the first black female group to release an album in the state of Ohio.
0: Yes, how amazing to be yeah, so to have it, that mm-hmm. that maternal yeah. influence in your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, and see, she actually, my mother, she sings well, as do her sisters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we have the Ohio Players, which is a, a, a R&B group yeah. back in the 70s, right. 80s, 90s. And th- those are actually my mother's first cousins, which make them my second cousin. Right. And I remember as a kid, about 10, these guys would drive up in convertible Porsches, <laughs> And all the neighbors are like, oh, your friend, I mean, your family here, they'll pile all players, listen, guys, they're here to see my mom. I don't know anything about those guys. I mean, I'm, I'm 10 years old. Right. We're going really appreciate it. So I'm like, let's get on our bikes and get out of here. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was really small, I couldn't really appreciate it. But later on, of
0: course you uh, realized what yeah. a legacy you had in your, your yeah. family <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. and then you have some friends that had a, a lot of music roots that you spent around a lot of time with that played in the ojs and uh, different uh other different yeah. music groups
1: yeah, I know a lot of those guys, like uh, the Leverts uh, for the OJs. And and Gerald, before he had passed away, we had been buddies for 20-plus years. Wow. And so that's sort of a sad uh, situation there. And, I mean, there's just so many musical groups that I've been around, friends and, and parts of the family. And and so they were sort of instrumental and, and inspiring my Uh, drive and desire to to be a recording artist. and Now that my music is in and out of the country and I have fans in and out of the country and being a national recording artist of of R&B, smooth R&B jazz and and R&B Latin, it's just really a a fun time uh, for me. And as you were mentioning with the Cafe Latte song, uh, that's really a cool... Salsa song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really do. I, I dance all the Spanish dances too. So fun time. Right. Yeah. I love, yeah. love, love the RB.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine <clears throat> that it is a, a really awesome time to hear you play <clears> throat> live. Throat> And because it reminds me a lot, you know, I grew up in Eastern North Carolina um, on the coast. And so I grew up with a lot of Motown and soul and what we call Carolina beach music influence. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm, a lot mm -hmm, of that mm -hmm. is like the Philly sound and a lot of that late sixties, you know, soul music. Sure. And so, sure. you know, my parents loved the Tams and the Stylistics and the Shylights, the OJs, Four Tops, you know, Temptations, all of that. And then there were yeah. more um, regional uh, beach music bands like the Embers and um uh, too many to even name, but mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when I when I heard your music, it really spoke to me because it it's so synonymous with the music of my childhood and and what I grew up with. Wow. And I, you know, my parents were dancers; they loved to dance, and we right. did too. And so, you know, anytime I hear something that has a lot of soul, like your music, which yeah. is very um, kind of a, a Teddy Pendergrass and Margin- yeah. Marvin Gaye type vibe. You know, it definitely makes you want to just feel good and and get up and, and dance. So Wait, I just go know, ahead.
1: You know, yeah, pardon me for interrupting Mm-mm. you, but you know, speaking of when you mentioned Teddy Pendergrass, mm-hmm. uh, I actually redid one of his songs mm-hmm. and uh, it's titled Turn Off the Lights. Oh, yeah. yeah. That song went to number one on R and B and Southern Soul for five weeks.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
1: Is there go ahead. Two of those. I did Turn Off the Lights and When Somebody Loves You Back. Mm -hmm. Turn off the Lights went to R and B Southern Soul number one. Right. yeah
0: Yeah. so what is it like when you're able so obviously right now you're not performing live none of us are are doing a whole whole lot outside of our homes and our our work and (laughs) with social distancing Um, so are you missing being able to perform live
1: yeah actually I am I do get lots of emails from fans and and uh, when are you back out? When are you coming? Well, this all this other stuff going on. We have to wait until we get cleared and get okay. But I was actually scheduled to perform in Fayetteville, North Carolina, in April. Mm-hmm. But once they shut everything down, it's uh, been postponed. And we have yet to to get another uh, date, uh, clearance for a date. So to get to reschedule. So I'm looking forward to that. But yes, it's uh, I'm pretty eager to get back out there. And, sure. Uh,
0: sure and i'm sure there's got to be some thrill to to be able to be in front of people performing a song that you wrote and Mm -hmm. and produced and you know and to see how people react to that that they get up and they want to dance and 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 that your music is truly moving and making a difference in someone <laughs> you know that that's yeah. got to be so fulfilling
1: it is it is it's it's uh, exhilarating it really is and, and particularly when people know your song I'll give you a quick example I was I was driving down one of the major cities uh, one of the major streets in the city and I had a call from uh, uh, a buddy of mine who's actually one of the saxophones and he said to me Listen, Gregory. I was just driving down. I can't remember the street he was telling. Me, and this car drove up to me and then slowly drove past. And they were playing your song, ah. blasting through the windows. I was like, "That's cool. That, that is cool." I said, "That was cool." I said, "That that was cool." Yeah,
0: that you've made yeah. it. Then you know you're you are. Somebody is playing your music. You know, just on yeah. your own accord. You know, like yeah. listening to yeah. that. That is so, that is cool, man.
1: (laughs) And and you know, what was really cool as well is the first time you hear your song on radio. Mm. And I remember getting a call. I was in the SUV with some friends and uh, the phone rang. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, turn the radio to the, they're playing your song. And so uh, the guys turned to the radio, that particular radio station and my song is, Playing, and of course, now I had to act kind of like cool, like, ah, no big deal, (laughs) man, you know, that's okay. And on the inside, I'm like, wow, yeah,
0: yeah, that's hot, yeah. On the inside, you're like, woohoo, you know, yes, (laughs) yes, (laughs) hands in the air, and (laughs) yeah, (laughs) look at me, it was
1: was kind of exciting, yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. So, um, not only are you a doctor of soul (laughs) you also have a very impressive um career and background in the medical field and um, you are a uh, physician's assistant is that correct yeah yeah i
1: am a physician associate in internal medicine primary Mm -hmm. energy care Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's uh it's kind of cool uh juggling these two careers. Sure. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I trained at the Cleveland Clinic Foundation in Cleveland, Ohio, which is actually home for me. Okay. And and so attending the universities there, Case Western, Cuyahoga College, Force University, University of Texas. uh, Those are universities that I've attended and and medicine has been great. Uh, It's been really rewarding. Uh, I often because you know I have this uh, the TV and the radio show uh, mm-hmm. as we were chatting earlier, and so we're out of the rotation at the moment. But my my both my TV and my radio show are titled medical jargon, and I titled those. And uh, when I'm on air, we're discussing disease processes that affect the communities, and so it's uh, it's a great thing being able to inform the community of, of health health
0: maintenance and, uh, I think it's just a great thing to do sure yes any so yeah of fun. any and and folks can find that on YouTube I know that I watched yes um some of of the uh, medical jargon on um on YouTube and it was it was great yes. it was very yes. informative and you have get, mm-hmm. guests on with you is that correct yes other medical so,
1: professionals uh, uh-huh. So when we're when we're live on set, uh, I will have one or two guests. It uh, usually in specialty services and a few subspecialty services. So I've had cardiology on. I've had uh, nephrology on. It's kidney. Mm-hmm. I've had. Um, psychiatrist on i've had the gastroenterologist stomach specialist and so again we we talk about all these disease processes that affect the community it's cool i mean i enjoy being interviewed but i also enjoy interviewing other people too so it's it's uh, it's always a fun time to educate the community
0: sure and if we ever needed um (laughs) advice and education um and Mm -hmm. health and medical awareness right now is, is definitely a, a, a time that we are all tuned in um, here in the time of COVID-19. So what has been yes. your experience during this pandemic? And, and, you know, what have you seen? And what advice do you have for us?
1: Yeah, it's a, it is a trying time to do the pandemic. And uh, the communities at large. I always uh, try to encourage as well as inform and educate. So it is all about social distancing and and you know just basically exercising the the basic standard uh, safety precautionary measures of hand washing and and the social distancing, wearing a mask when you're in close proximity to to people. And certainly if you're outside and the wind is blowing, there's a lower risk. Uh, But when you're in very close proximity, people should always put on a mask and and try to social distance uh, by placing at least six feet between them and the next person. And of course, as we're seeing on the news and uh, even in public at large, there are people that are not exercising those those basic standard precautionary Mm -hmm. measures. And unfortunately, as a consequence, we see the numbers going back up again. Mm -hmm. So we just have to uh, try and, and get the message through to everyone and particularly the younger generation. I think they seem to think that they're sort of invincible. I mean, we've all been 18 before and 20 before and, and 23 and four and the like. So yeah, yeah. They, they tend to feel like, ah, oh, it's not, nothing, that's, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm okay. And if I get something, I get something. Right. And so we really try to spend time, uh, just either you know in the airways or, or in the clinics uh, to to share the information with people to have them be a little bit more disciplined a little bit more a uh, discriminant on what they do and uh, and that's all you can do is inform the the public and then it becomes an issue of the behavior mm-hmm. they're going to have to make good decisions to um, to try and to decrease the amount of uh, of exposure and contacts that we actually get with this uh, coronavirus right no you're i think that
0: you know it's hard we everyone wants life to go back (laughs) to Mm -hmm. pre-coronavirus or pre-covid and you know so the hardest part has been trying to accept this new reality hasn't it yes and yeah. it, it's not, it's not been easy for, for anyone, truly.
1: True, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's true. And, and particularly when we're trying to, again, educate the communities at large, where initially the thought was, oh, this is just for people in their 80s and nursing homes. And uh, those of us practicing, we receive alerts. It used to be when you put your name on the list as a provider to receive the alerts from the CDC and the um, the Organization uh, for Infectious Disease, uh, we were getting alerts every 24 to 36 hours. Now I get an alert probably every seven days. Mm-hmm. And so we re- we relay that to the patients that we see uh, that information. Uh, again, you know, we we find more of this happening with small kids, animals, dogs catching this uh, COVID virus. Mm. And so, and everything in between. So, mm-hmm. people have to be a little bit more uh, diligent and a little more responsible.
0: Right, that it, it truly is up to us to mm-hmm. to follow the rules.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be yeah. able
0: to to help. One another, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to watch and see. You know, if ever I, you know, I've never really wanted to to know truly what the future. Right? I just try to, yeah. you know, go with it. You know, but just if, go
1: with the flow. Yeah, of yeah.
0: yeah. but right, I mean, right kind now, of,
1: kind of stay on cruise control and just kind of chill right, <laughs> it right. life in general. Yeah
0: right but it would be nice to kind of have a glimpse into (laughs) is this good where is the is is there a vaccine coming but well Mm. we we just got to be patient right and listen to good music and stay in a good frame of meditative mind and that's true (laughs) (laughs) and definitely you are are creating and have produced a lot of that for us and um that's so great. An- another thing that um, that I had uh, i been on your Facebook page and mm-hmm. kind of stalked you a little bit and looked at all your <laughs> your information and all your updates sure. and everything. And mm-hmm. it was the sweetest thing I found you reading um, a bedtime story to your um, your eight year old granddaughter uh yeah. on your facebook page and i just thought that was the sweetest uh, sentiment especially right now in the time of social distancing i'm assuming she yeah. she lives somewhere where you're unable to see
1: her that's true yeah she's they're actually in indiana mm. and so uh i every friday I read her this bedtime story. So she's always excited about it. And that's kind of a cool thing. And, <laughs> yeah, I get to see them if I do the you know, WhatsApp thing, Skype thing, right. and the messenger kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, since I'm not there, being in North Carolina at the moment, the uh, next best thing is to utilize the technology. So.
0: Yes. Uh, and as a children's book author myself, I really had... Which is sweet. Yeah. I I, yeah. I just really love that, and I would love. Thank you, thank you. And I would love to send um, uh, your granddaughter a copy, a signed copy of my book, so you'll have that to. That would be yeah, so cool. That would be she amazing. Would, she would be stoked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would be stoked about that. That would yeah. be really cool.
0: So okay. you'll have to when we when we de- you'll have to send me her address where I can send it.
1: <laughs> I, I will do that. Yeah, that would be
0: it. great. So and you know what
1: just to share sure. uh, another 10 seconds or so on that because mm-hmm. I I'm so excited for you as an author but I'm also writing two books.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah,
1: yeah That's the, amazing. the titles of both of those books. The first is Titled "The Perfect Angle," and the second book is "Enamored Deception." The first one is Ooh. a psychological thriller.
0: Oh,
1: and uh, I plan to make both books become bestsellers and then turn them into movies. So that's the the goal. I wow, have
0: I love that yeah. um, that you're, you're self affirming.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this I, is going to happen. <laughs> yes, when, when I put my mind to it, I, I make it happen. I
0: do. Oh, yeah. And
1: I just have that confidence. I've always been that way. For the second book is actually a uh, a suspense drama. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's the plan to make them both uh, bestsellers and wow, and then turn them both into movies.
0: Yes. Well, you know, and I, yeah. I had so much. You know, I've also written um, a novel length manuscript that I'm working to get published right now. Nice. And, yes. And nice. so. There, people, I don't think <laughs> understand the process that goes into writing a, a novel, yeah. and yeah. the amount of time and energy,
1: time. yeah, that's right,
0: that you yeah. have to put into it, and then the yes. editing processes also that go into that. Yes. So. Yeah. Kudos to you. I have a huge and amount of too. respect for for my fellow authors and, uh, yeah, and
1: you know, if absolutely. I
0: can help you in any way or vice versa down the line, let me let we we now we've absolutely. made we've made this um this union here and I, yeah. I love the way that writers and authors help to and just creatives <laughs> in general. <laughs> Help to support one another. So that's. that's, I agree. I can't wait to read them. I can't wait to see the movies.
1: (laughs) Oh, hey, listen, vice versa. I'm excited (laughs) for you. I'm so proud of you and the work you're putting in.
0: So this is a cool thing. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. My new friend, the national recording artist and doctor of love, Gregory. (laughs) (laughs) That's too cool. Yeah, so on the ending note of our conversation, where can folks find your music to download and purchase to keep them grooving at home?
1: Sure. Uh, I'll give you a couple of different uh, link titles. And so uh, the new single, uh, titled Friday, mm-hmm. and the new single, titled Cafe Latte, mm-hmm. uh, can be viewed, listened to, and even purchased at now, like when you hear something, H-E-A-R-N-O-W. So Gregory.HearNow.com. And that'll take them right to those two new singles uh, that are up. So gregoryh Gregory.Hearnow.com. The website is uh, GregoryForLove.com. So it's one whole word, Gregory, and then F-O-R-L-O-V-E. Gregory, F-O-R-L-O-V-E.com. Fabulous, and, and that takes uh, to the website itself. And then people can also just go to YouTube and type in you know, YouTube slash artist slash Gregory, or they can just you know YouTube slash Friday slash Gregory, and right. so they'll you know get the the music videos and uh, the you know most recent songs, uh, and so uh, you know I, I look forward to to bringing the the fans and even potential fans, lots of smooth R&B, smooth R&B jazz and R&B Latin music.
0: Yes, I can attest. It is fabulous um, and you will not be disappointed um, and so I hope all of our listeners go out right now and uh, start downloading your music today. And it will, cool. it will certainly put a smile on your face. Who produces your, video, your music videos?
1: Oh, actually, I do all that. I have a team of people that, uh, that assist in the work that I do. Uh, what's really interesting is like even when I'm in the studio recording, the engineers in the studio are like, most people have to have people that write for them, have to coordinate things. And and they say, You have it all in your head, and I'll bring the musicians in. And because I play, you know, instruments, I'll say, I need the runs this way. I need the break here, you know, and I need the course to be over set aside over here to do this and sound like that. And, uh, you know, take the Friday music video, which you can see, of course, on YouTube. It's a story where, uh, you know, I, as we already talked about it being something that everyone can relate to working hard all week long, waiting on the weekend to get there and finally it's Friday and time to let your hair down, have a great time on the town and, and uh, treat yourself. Well, I, I made a story behind it where the artist actually, and I'll give you 10 seconds of this, where the, the artist actually wakes up after sitting down reading and trying to prepare for the studio session and the artist dozes off only to be awakened and and see that, oh my gosh, I'm late for the studio. And his car has broke down. So now he has to get from one side of the town to the other side of the town at all costs because (laughs) he's late for a session (laughs) at the studio. And so when they watch the video, it's just this this long drawn out story. It's kind of a cool thing. Mm -hmm. Like his fans are like, oh, this is just too cool. It's unique. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so then we eventually get into the song once I do arrive at the studio and the band is like, dude. As us get look this down started. At, yeah, as they look down at their watches, like you know, what's Where taking so long? Where have you been? <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, let's get this in. I'm here now. Yes, that, so, yes,
0: yeah. something we can all relate to when, mm-hmm. when, when the week happens and and yeah. finally, finally, you get to Friday, right? right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And so, so like, I came up with the whole storyline yeah. and everything, and produced yeah. it, and the other guys helped out with. Uh, some of the arrangements, and then we uh, went to edit, and boom, the rest is now on yeah. all the social media. So when people hit the website, GregoryFlove.com, they'll still take them to the other social medias yeah. like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter sure. and
0: I will have all of the um I'll have the YouTube video for Friday and cafe latte along with your social media links embedded in the blog post that accompanies this podcast today nice. so there will be a shareable link for you to be able to share on uh on Facebook and um Twitter and all the other social media handles, and so folks will be able to easily access your music and and be able to 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 watch and listen to what we've been talking about. I do have this one last question so sure. Gregory for love who do you have a muse? Is there a muse that inspires your your music?
1: Mm. No, I, I a can A person say in
0: particular or just no. life in general?
1: You know, it's just life in general. Uh, yes. And, and I'm often asked that question. And uh, you know, I have been in a really nice long relationship, no longer in that one, but mm-hmm. there's not a particular muse uh, or individual. It's just life in general right. inspires me more than, I mean, it's great to have family that's into the music thing. And. And they were, in fact, early on instrumental in terms of being inspiring. But I think for me in general, it's just my personality and life. And I love life and being able to put a smile on people's faces and and uh, giving them music that makes them smile and makes them uh, so sort of jubilee and, and just create the the atmosphere and the environment uh, of love. So right. it's just... And I
0: love that that because also in a time of un. Sure, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. unrest and yes. disconcern and so yes. many things happening in in yes. our world and our country in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of all we need love right now. So yes. I, I love that. <laughs> I love
1: and and that. speaking on that note, there's a song sure. on the album that they'll see even on the website. It's a song that I wrote and produced titled The World Needs Love. Mm. Well it's, it's on the website. People can, you know, listen to the song. It's on of course YouTube and, and the other social medias. yeah, and it's titled The World Needs Love. The World Needs Love. Absolutely
0: yeah. it does. Well, Gregory, thank you so much for being a guest today. Um, I think everyone has enjoyed this conversation. I know I have, and I can't wait to continue to hear the music that you were releasing and producing and good luck to you. Um, and I hope to have you back on HodgePodge again, one of these days, whenever your, your next single drops or, um, yeah. whatever creative pursuit you have going on.
1: Allison, I'm so happy uh, for the invite and thank you for having me and, and I'm so uh, excited for you and your projects as well and, and being this author of this memoir I'm gonna I look forward to to seeing uh, and appreciating your work as well and uh, thanks again for having me you're welcome thank you
0: and thank you to all of our listeners today again if you'd like to download or listen to Gregory's music it will be in the accompanying blog post um, and uh, you can follow him on uh, Facebook and other social media which will be embedded in, in the post thank you to our listeners and stay tuned for next time on HodgePodge hey.